Here we go. Oh my God. Hello, Sasha Hi. Black. Well, Sasha Black today. I don't, I don't know where, where, because I have now told the world my pen name, which I don't think I Wait. was going to do last time. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm still know. like a, a month behind on the podcast too, where you were not sharing this. What I was made not. you change your mind? Oh my God, coaching. Ellie is a fucking like literal goddess. So we've been working for like months and months and months towards a bit of an epiphany. And I can say this now, but like I've spent a lot of my life like feeling a bit unloved and not loving myself. And like, because I didn't love myself, there was like loads of judgment there. And mm. so I just think that was like all wrapped up in why I needed to do it in secret because I didn't trust myself. I didn't, I didn't value myself. I didn't value what I could produce. And it wasn't until I, I did it with nobody looking, nobody giving me opinion, nobody influencing me that like, I realized I could write something that I fucking loved. And like the minute that I did that, I was like, oh, and then like, I don't know about you, but there's a moment when it goes off to the editor. And for me, I disconnect. It's, I don't need to be, I think we were talking about how precious like we were before. And like, Mm -hmm. that's when I stopped being precious. And then my brain switched. And I was like, why would I not tell people then like I already have an audience why would I why would I hamper myself like that so then I was like oh fuck this shit I'm just gonna tell everybody and um yeah and so it was like all this like it all happened in the space of about 48 hours and I was just like we're we're telling everyone we're we're doing it so (laughs) so for people just catching up now what is your pen name Ruby Rowe love Mm -hmm. it Ruby Rowe so much Thank you. Yeah, I, I love it. And the, the book is called A Game of Hearts and Heists. It's on pre-order. I'm super excited. It's super fucking steamy. It's very lesbian. Um, and it's like fun and escapism. And just like it is, it, it just doesn't take itself seriously in the best fucking way possible. And I just, I love it. So yeah, everybody needs to go read it. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Congratulations. I think that is so, so cool. I would have supported you you to the end of the earth, you know, and I would support anybody who chooses to keep a pen name secret. And there are reasons for it too, right? Like I'm not saying that you should. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just that I had the wrong reason this time. Yeah. So, you know, Yeah. yeah. But anyway, tell um, me about your walk. God. Oh, 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 no, I'm too, I'm too excited about, I'm too excited about you. <laughs> I really am. Wait, can I tell a sidebar quickly? Um, I had, I, back in 2011 or so, I wanted to jump into the gold rush, which, you know, wasn't a gold rush anymore than it is now. Um, but I wrote four, five, four books and a novella really quickly. So I could, you know, back to back rapid release. And I was just writing what I thought was crappy romance as fast as I could. And I was just going to get some of that green money. And I wrote them as fast as I could. I got them professionally edited. I threw them up online under a pen name and they were so good. They were because I was getting better and better and better. And then I fell in love with this world of Darling Bay and eventually wanted to sell books in Darling Bay. And I believed in myself enough that I brought all of those books over to their Rachel Heron name. That pen name doesn't exist anymore. But I was, I had this same thing, like, well, I'm just going to be, you know, I'm not, I, I don't, I don't want people to associate this work with me, or maybe, you know, if I, because, because I was writing it so fast, I loved it so much. And I was having so much fun with it. 
that's the thing like and like don't get me wrong there are like the scent of death for example is a book that I want to be beautiful I want it to be beautiful it's a heart-wrenching beautiful story of like love and loss and grief and like like just complex families and like I love it because of that and Mm -hmm. and so I want the prose to be pretty and I want it to be you know all of these things but then like actually I also really fucking just love smut sometimes (laughs) I also want to write that sometimes right and smut does not need to be as exquisitely eloquent 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 as you know other books so um yeah like it was just giving myself the permission to like write differently sometimes and that's okay like stop taking yourself so fucking seriously Sasha (laughs) so yeah I'm I'm so thrilled about this I'm so what a surprise too that you just hit me over the head that you shared that that's so cool sorry you have no idea how hard it's been to be like not like Marco Polo you'd be like "Ah!" like or like the bus you're away finding these things out that's amazing that's amazing <laughs> oh my god okay and answer your an answer to your question the walk was fantastic um it was it was so much hiking and it was glorious and it was beautiful and it was really hard and um but it was awesome we trained we did great and it was just one of those the thing i really loved one of the best parts of it was it just like getting to the exhaustion level and then deciding to go further And then deciding to go a little farther and getting a little farther and then just being fine where you thought you were going to die. And we were in no danger of dying. Like we would have stopped at sensible points if one of us had broken an ankle, et cetera, but we didn't. And we just kept moving. And there, and it's um, the Abel Tasman is this land of like tropical golden sand, white sand beaches with the azure water. Um, We stopped at this little cove and ate an apple and because we sat on this log on this deserted beach it's all it's all deserted on this deserted beach because we sat on the log we we're like what's that splashing oh it was a it was a pod of dolphins passing Fuck off. oh my god oh my <laughs> leaping god. and gambling and then they were gone and we never would have seen them if and we could see that we could see the the sea all the time but we just you know we're always looking down at it and we were on not on the beach where the dolphins were like just oh right my there. goodness me. that is incredible <laughs> it was wonderful and then we you know we glamped a bit and then we stayed in some nice hotels and caught boats when we needed to make connections to the next site and it was it was awesome and and did you did you like do loads of reflection and thinking and intellection time and because I think before you left you were talking about how you wanted to like think about like what you were going to do next year and my cat is now deciding to leave the vicinity sorry (laughs) yeah so did you yeah because I think you were talking talking about like potential for that for next year uh, and it's so funny that you, uh, wait, what, what, what was the potential that you're thinking of? Because I think you were thinking about where you were going to put your focus because you yes, wanted, yes, you were yes. going in a new direction, right? So, yes. yeah. and the, the, the question, the answer to that question is no, I oh. did not. My brain just went on holiday too. It was just on vacation. It, I was yeah, tramping yeah. along either in front of or behind Lala and 
We talked a lot. And this whole time we've been training, like we've been together and talking. We had one very long day where we were training where for a couple of hours, we split our AirPods and listened to the same podcast. So we were Aww. you know, on the same trail, listening to the same thing, kind of laughing at the same things. But otherwise we've just spent all this time talking and it just went on like that. I was super happy just to put my feet on the path, walk forward and release my brain from worrying about anything except not tripping on the tree root. And I realized yeah, and now that is- I look back on it, it felt so good. But the, it's like meditation. That's why yeah. I always say, yes. like when I go to the boot camp in the middle of the day for that hour, it 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 becomes a meditative like yes. experience because you just you 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 clear because all you can yes. do is the next exercise, the next weight you're lifting, the next whatever. That is the only thing you can focus on in that moment. And so, I would say yeah, 90, I, I would say eighty percent of the trail, the one hundred percent of the trail is pretty well maintained, but eighty percent of the trail is off kilter like you're either going a little bit up or a little bit down or you're leaping over a tree root or rocks and and you know we're carrying our poles so as very ADHD person you know my feet are walking and also my hands have something to do I'm gripping the poles and I'm using them as antennae almost like I can mm-hmm. feel there and I can trust that pocket of squishy ground it was just so beautiful and meditative like you said and and um and you you would think that I would have been thinking these things because as you know we bought a house the, the, the sale came through the day before we left on our hike and we will be moving in the next, in one month, we will own a house. So, it, I mean, Could we, we already... have had more happen in a month. I literally don't think more could have happened between us. What the fuck? So now I'm like literally trying to find movers before New Zealand shuts down today until the middle of January. Um, yeah, exactly. So, and I'm, you know, it's going to start boxing things up and moving and, and, but even while we were walking, I wasn't thinking about that. Sometimes we'd talk about, you know, paint color choices for whatever room, but other, it just, it just was so, it was so smooth. And now I am back and now I am thinking about goals. I like that you and I kind of share this, I don't, I don't think it's that common, this, or maybe it is, and I don't know, but this passion for planning, this absolute, like I could replan my whole life every single day. And that's why I do yeah. Um And then ignore it. <laughs> and then I don't care. I don't, yeah, I don't give a crap. I will make quarterly goals. And what I will probably not do is look back on my quarterly goals for last year. Not because I don't want to beat myself up because I never missed my goal. I never hit my goals either, but I don't care. I don't care that they shifted and I hit different goals, you know, and you do, do you do the same thing, right? Yeah. Very similar. Like I, I have a plan. Um, and well, I write a plan, let's put it that way. I write the plan and then I just go off and do whatever I'm going to do. Um, and I do like the one thing that I do do consistently is at the end of March is the end of my tax year so I always do a lessons learned from like Mm. that year and Mm -hmm. I always I try to share as much information as possible and like financial information as well I mean I don't I'm not as open as you are but I will say you know like x percent or this percent like so for example this year I think I'm gonna earn less than I earned last year but the reason for that is because I've invested time in things like writing more fiction books which is going to set me up for the future so that was like a tactical decision that I took in order to get my business where I want it to be which is giving me more time to write fiction I don't care where the money comes from like I think it's going to have to come from my non-fiction which is fine and courses and stuff like that that's fine but I want 
to be able to buy myself more time to write fiction uh, and ideally obviously earn more ultimately from fiction but it doesn't matter right now I just want the time that's what I'm trying to buy myself um so yeah uh, so I do do that uh, uh, annually <laughs> and then the other thing that I try and do is like write it on my board somewhere like what I've done because I'm really shit at celebrating things so like you know my podcast has hit a certain number of downloads or whatever and I like I never like I just like oh okay cool what's the next goal like (laughs) what's Mm -hmm. next rather than stopping to like celebrate so I do try and keep a list of like achievements or whatever but then I'm just I don't know I I don't that's hard that made me just have a, I think a, a good idea. I have one of those, I got one of those 2023 20 wall planners, which I just put up on my, uh, you know, and you can see the whole year at a glance. Do you have one of those? Mm-hmm. I think you I've, mean like I've this. seen it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then, but this one is for 2020. I think yours is movable, right? Any year. This is 2022 is and this is 2023 down here. Oh, perfect. Okay. So what I'm going to do is plan out in dry erase what I want to do and but then in Sharpie every month, I'm going to erase the plan and draw on the accomplishments. Right <gasps> in the accomplishments. I love it. Good? I love and then it. I just literally stick it in the it. closet and pull it out. I, I, I watch those kind of things elsewhere too, in, in journals and in my, in my notion board. But um, I would but, have yeah. to have two calendars to do that because I the reason this calendar is so small is because I cut it because I don't like seeing what's come before I do like seeing what's coming up yes I would have to have a second one and and do that but I really like that idea because this is this yeah I yeah no I I love love that idea that is so smart I might get I might take that too and do the two things it was like you know four dollars at the the paper store yeah because otherwise you have a a great big fuck off calendar taking up loads of space on your wall that like doesn't need to take up space I also like, don't I don't give a actually... shit what happened in January this year I want to know what's happening next fucking January you know exactly and <laughs> even though I don't mind missing goals at all I don't need to be reminded of it daily and exactly. so therefore and therefore I would like stop reading it at all God, we're brilliant together we're brilliant that's the know, perfect plan well and the other thing is I can't cope with the sensory overload right because mm-hmm. I need to know immediately what I'm doing next whereas if I've got the whole yes. of the year my eyes have to scan to find look at which yeah. month it is exactly so <gasps> I sort of cut it every quarter every quarter I get rid of a row like a big slab of the calendar I know it's like sacrilege though everyone's like you do what to your calendar and I'm like well I just I get cut it what <laughs> I also rip my books into pieces when I need to like if I'm oh, traveling wow. or something and I only need a part of a book you know like 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 a travel book or a, yeah I, I am sacrilegious when it comes to things like that I mean Chloe Chloe will <laughs> just it uh, and I'm yeah that I does give me a bit of the heebie-jeebies but never mind <laughs> Oh, all right so, so did maybe, you write goals yeah. I only just a little bit I I'm, yeah. I'm still stuck in this you know mired middle land of um uh seven miracles was taken out to Dutton who I owned I owed the right of first refusal to they had the right of first refusal on any of the fiction and they, and they refused which was what I wanted but they just they do more bespoke like literary stuff and this is paranormal women's fiction romance queer so they turned it down which is what i wanted because then in january when things open up again my agent will take it out to the different um 
editors and we'll see what happens. Otherwise I'll self-publish it and still waiting to hear from her on the memoir thing. And I am still editing the big evergreen course, which has been so fun. And it's going to be really great course. It's the, um, I can't remember if I told you about this or not, but it's the preparing to publish, like looking at traditional and self-publishing and, uh, and then, you know, I've got my next projects lined up, but then I keep thinking of books and maybe that should be a goal. It's like, <laughs> but here's, here's my other thing is that I have a lot of quote unquote product in terms of essays and essay collections I can put together and that I've been playing with to self-publish. So I'm thinking about seeing if I can do some kind of creative inspiration series with, you know, um, you know, 50,000 words each or whatever, but that would be easily pulled togetherable. I feel like I haven't produced anything, put anything out in, you know, a year now. And I'd like to put out some books because everything has been backburnered and I could put those together and collect them. And I don't know. What do you think about that? Well, on my list is be a better publisher. Yeah, that, yeah. Right. And so that means uh, two things. Well, I know it means lots of things, but so like on my list is to create a promotions schedule and to actually promote like, so 52 weeks for 52 different promotions. I think I've heard um, a few different people say this um, and somebody mentioned it at 20 books. So this is not my idea. I cannot take credit for this. I I, I can't remember who said it, but somebody said it at 20 books. They do 52 promotions a a year. And um, but so that doesn't necessarily mean always having something on sale, but it could mean talking about one of my books or my products or, you know, something like that. So I've actually got like a spreadsheet that like, and I'm not going to, I need to create the strategy and then hand it off so that it's not then my responsibility to like deliver it. Otherwise I'm going to go mad. But mm-hmm. included in that is be, is like back end tasks. So things like I don't have all of my books in all of the formats. That's mm-hmm. silly. I should have my books in all formats. You yes. know, that's being a better publisher. Take, you know, and being a better publisher in terms of capitalizing on the products that you've got or the assets that you've got. So I have presented, I don't even know how many times this year, I have got so many slide decks that I could just take a week out, record the fucking slide decks or like tweak them to Mm -hmm. to make them, you know, it wouldn't take an awful lot of work to tweak my slide decks. That would be like 10 different courses, mini course, mini classes, even if you want to call them. Like, why am I not capitalizing? I know I'm not capitalizing because I don't have enough fucking time to do everything, but be a better publisher, right? Because we we are creatives. We create all of this stuff and we don't, like, it just sits there. And it, you know, so I, yeah, I completely, I, I feel like it's the same goal, just it sl- is the angled same goal. slightly differently. Yeah. And I'm thinking about it in terms of um, Denise Duffield Thomas, who, you know, I just, I love her. Uh, she wrote chill and prosper. Um, but I'm thinking about it in her words, which are uh, share. I think it's share and offer share and offer, share and offer. Because the thing is I, and I think you fall into this too, is we share, 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 share. And we mm. never simply say like she does. I love listening to her short podcast because she always does it. At the end, she always says, and you can find out more about this at blah, 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 where you're going to learn blah, blah, blah. She remembers to just offer it. If people are there, they're going to want to know about it. So um, so my, I'll, I'll tell you about my learning 
goal for this year. Um, but I want to hear, but all my other goals are kind of nebulous still at this point as I'm playing with them. Yours sound more concrete, like you've actually written them down. Please share. I wrote my goals down. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> okay. So I split them into business, learner, and life. Oh, so they're in three nice. sections. Yes. I'm going to do the shortest one first because it's the easiest one, which is okay. life. Uh-huh. So, and these are not in any particular order. So one of them is to spend less time with my phone. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I've never that. set that as a goal. I've never set it as a goal, but I like, I feel like that would influence a lot of the other things that I want to do. So yeah, that's one. Um, another one is to work no more than two evenings a week unless, and then there's a couple of caveats. So like, for example, if I'm pre- presenting at a conference digitally, I'm, I can't help that, you know, things like that. But but I did, as you said, and I have cut down my recording days to just Thursday. So Yay. that's fucking it. Yeah. Yeah, that is it. It's only going to happen on a Thursday. Um, unless, you know, like unless we, you know, something like this. But but broadly speaking, two evenings a week um, and then two wrapped up together, which is continue going to boot camp five times a week and then to fit into or shrink out of all of my gold jeans. So I'm already 15 pounds down, which is great. And I don't, I don't, I don't have a weight goal because that gets very obsessive and unhealthy for me, but like, I would like to fit into these clothes or shrink out of them. And then the (laughs) last one is to either go to, or at least have the trip booked but Venice is like way high on my bucket list. And I know you've been multiple times. So I'm definitely going to pick your brains off air about that. Cause yeah, it's like way high on my list to go to. I have the best place for you to stay. I'm going to send it okay. to you. Oh my <laughs> fucking God. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Um, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So that's yeah. life. Great. What that's is, life. um? what is business? Okay. So business is to do the goal I set off air, um, earn more money this year. Uh, which obviously comes into like that I mentioned, like being a better publisher and stuff, um, establishing a viable fiction, like uh, let's just say pen name or, or you know, like jo- establishing viable fiction is is yeah. the goal. Um, and then I have, uh, I mentioned the promotion schedule. And then the last two is like just numbers really. So like with fiction, I would say three books, or four, depending on the goal I can't talk about out loud, uh, one nonfiction or two, one course or two, one audiobook or two. Audiobook is probably going to end up looking like it's two because I've got one that's with the master app, but it's not going to mm. be published till next year. Mm-hmm. So that will probably end up being two because I will do another one. And then the last one is to continue streamlining my drafting, editing, outlining process. So at the moment... The last time I wrote and edited a book, it was 33 working days. I want to get it under 30 for the next one. And then I want to get it under 28 and then ideally under 24, but you know, (laughs) for now. (laughs) And is that, and that's full production, right? That's including drafting and editing. No. So the, the last book I drafted and edited in 33 working days. Holy crap. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't. And that, that that counting it in that way is great. Yeah. So, and because I have four working days a week, it was like nine weeks, I think, or something like yeah. that. But, but, and so depending on whether you count weeks or whatever is how I'm shortening it or extending it, 
basically. So there's I've got trackable numbers, essentially, is the point. Um, it's so funny yes. in, in that over in that weird overlap that we continually seem to have. That's about exactly the time it took me to write and edit Seven Miracles. Exactly. It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. And because we were both doing the exact same thing of just writing what we loved with no yeah. expectations attached. Yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah. It was so much faster, so yeah. much faster. Because I was just like, <laughs> just making shit up. <laughs> Again, you know, where can they shag now? <laughs> Oh, I can't wait so to read fun. this. Oh my god, I cannot oh. wait. <laughs> oh, I'm like I'm having a hot flash. Woo! Um, oh my goodness me. Okay, so on the learner, then I can just whip through these. So continue coaching. Um, I want to have one or two coaching sessions from an audiobook narrator on mm. fiction, fiction mm-hmm. narration. That's just for funsies, just because I want to geek out with my learner. Learn to bake scones. I'm doing it. I'm making it happen. I literally <laughs> have put it on my goals list. Yes. Um, read more books than I read this year. So I've currently read 102. Wow. Um, I think I will read 104 by the end of the year, but last year I read 120. So my competition is pissed this year. <laughs> I set a goal for a hundred this year and I'm, I think I'm only going to hit about 80 and I'm, but it's still, it's like 30 more than last year, but I'm mad because I didn't hit hundred. <laughs> and these are fucking arbitrary numbers as well. Like what exactly. is, this is where you're like competition, get back in your fucking box, like chill the fuck out, love. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I must win all the goals. oh dear um and then in terms of learner this is this this is the learning thing that we're doing right so I have split it into two halves and each half has three modules three sections Mm -hmm. so the first one is mindset oh wait you know what before before you get into that can we explain for people who might just be joining us what we what this little project is that we're doing so Becca Syme wrote a post it was maybe a patreon post i can't remember yeah i can't remember if it i don't think it was a quick cast anyway i don't i don't know it becca sign this is all becca sign and she was basically talking about curating your learning and creating yourself almost like a master's degree for your for yourself like a year of learning but instead of just um learning a bit of this a bit of that bit the other um really focusing it down on on a core thing that you wanted to do and go deep and then um like almost curating your input so that you're inputting not trash but valuable things and um so yeah I think that is and you came up with a brilliant idea of like reading researching and then coming up with the do the The book of do where we actually write down action steps that then we do schedule implement exactly exactly okay so now tell us about your learner project so I think my degree is split into two <laughs> it's split into two halves so we've got mindset money and craft mm-hmm. and then on the other side we've got business marketing and advertising okay and and I, I haven't quite like come up with a title like it's it's you know world domination is essentially what this degree is right <laughs> yes, that's, that's yes. what I'm working towards so yeah um and that's kind of how I'm splitting it. So I want to make sure that all everything that I do will fit into one of those. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, mine is, since I haven't done 
the beautiful breakout into goals that you have done, which I'm going to do. And then I'll forget all about, um, but I will <laughs> tell you about my learning project, which just this morning, I am just calling it the, I'm calling it the connection project. And that's, and that's what it is. Um, but it, ha- I have a, 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 a sentence that I have spent about 47 seconds thinking about. So it, I'm sure <laughs> it will iterate it and make it really good. Um, but the, um, mission objective right now is in 2023, I want to learn to connect with and convert casual readers <gasps> into super fans by helping <sighs> them transform their lives in both big and small, meaningful ways. I will use <sighs> my newsletters and savvy social media to increase engagement, retention, and book sales. So and I mean, that is sexy. It's gone, right? Yeah. I, yeah. Like it's it like, I feel like we just had a dirty conversation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's my cigarette. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. So, and then what this is about really is remembering that. So I have two separate, and you do too. I have two separate audiences. I have the audiences who connect with me, either on my fiction or my nonfiction, the memoir stuff because they love my voice. And then I have the audience of writers who connect with me because I help them learn. And in both places, I can help people transform. Um, and people who love Rachel, once they get to know Rachel, they want they want to hang out with Rachel. They're going to be on my mailing list forever. I don't normally step on people's toes or punch them in the nose. You know, they they stick around. Um, but what I, who I would really like to gain are more people who want to hear my specific voice. So I want to really concentrate on newsletter, not even, not even list building, list building. Yes, sure. But newsletter, incredible retention and engagement. Um, And also I want to take a real serious and thoughtful look at my social media use. I pretty much broke up with my phone in February when I went on this long um, writer's retreat. And so I've had a year of very little social media, except for TikTok, which is, can be problematic. But so I I love that that is on your list um, to, to think about that. But something, I think it was on a Joanna Penn episode uh, where, oh, she was talking with Dory, can't remember the last name, who wrote The Long Game. And they were saying like, well, where do you, when you're looking at yourself in your five-year plan, what are you doing today that will help you get to where you, who, who you want to be in five years? And, you know, I thought, will putting all this energy into converting people on TikTok really pay off for me? I don't want to do that. It's not like my goal is to be a TikTok guru in five years. So I'm thinking about that. But what I do love is posting a picture every once in a while and talking about it and doing a mini little memoir piece. So like playing around with short form writing again, which I've done um, on other platforms with good success, but in the newsletter on Instagram, push it to Facebook, which I hate, but, but those kind of thoughtful ways to connect with people who want to read my voice. It is such a fast paced society right now. And you have to opt in to reading me, but if people opt in, if people take a second, I want them to keep coming. So the process for this, for doing this connection project, I will read books about this. I will annotate them. I will capture the action points and then I will do them. Um, number two, I'm going to ask current readers what they want help with. And then number three, I'm going to learn how to best deliver this to, to them. And number four is quantify and track engagement. I've been tracking it on and off for years and years. So I should be able to look at like the last, you know, 12 years of 15 years of growth and see at what pace I grow and see if I can up that a little bit. 
Um, Have you got connectedness no. in your top 10? Oh yeah. You know, I do. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. I, was, I was like, this is like the most connectedness thing I've heard in like forever. <laughs> I just found a book called um, Everything Connects. And I put oh, it on wow. my book, book list by Faisal <laughs> Hook, and it's got like incredible reviews. And he, and apparently, what he's talking about is taking a very mindful approach to connection. So sign me up. That's on my book list. Um, oh, and then well, why I don't we read that in January? I want to read that. I'll read that. Oh, you, you want to? Yes, let's yeah, do it. That sounds amazing. Okay, Anything perfect. that helps me be more me, I'm like down yes. for right now. Yeah. Like, um, okay. You know because. But I think, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I did I'm, not write it down and I can't remember the name already. But tell me <laughs> after. <laughs> it is Everything Connects and I will send it to you perfectly. Okay, okay perfect. Um, and then the only thing else I will share about this is because <laughs> you will laugh. I decided to make a very Becca Syme kind of decision tree because both you and I have high learner and I'm so, so constantly grabbed by the shiny new object, which is always a book that I'm going to read because I want to learn everything. And so here's my decision tree. I thought it would be long. My first question is, does this book apply directly to connecting with readers or helping others transform? <gasps> others transform. And then I was like, oh, I think that's the decision tree. I think I'm done. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if it's not... <laughs> So it's a decision. It's not a tree. There's no, there's no, it's only a trunk, no branches. <laughs> Listener Sasha is giggling. <laughs> That's why it's gone silent. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like blowing my mic. I'm sure. <laughs> I was expecting like a four or five point decision tree. <laughs> literally one so yeah that was it and I'm ready to share book suggestions if you're ready to what are we going to do that on here do you have I I think you have helped me come to the conclusion of what my thing is so you know how you have a, a sentence I don't have a sentence obviously but um like if I am leaning into me and all of this learning then it has to be or if my decision tree is this going to help me be the best version of me I can be yes. or help me help others be the best version of themselves. That is because like, that's the most competition thing I can do, I think. And I'm just like leaning so fucking hard. Like I just have a massive boner for competition. So like, you know, this is, that's all next year is for me. Help everyone be the best. So that's I great. Yeah. Yeah, that encapsulates. See, you just got a decision. Yeah, uh, I got a decision tree trunk. too. <laughs> <laughs> decision tree of one, one branch. That is all good because number one is my favorite number. <laughs> is number one really your favorite number? Well, that's how I, mean, I get to, to be, be number one, right? Obviously. <laughs> Just okay okay so that's all I have for that um yeah and I have some yeah. books you want me to just throw some books at you that I'm thinking about reading yeah I have six. Oh, I have um, seven great oh okay and I then, wonder if I have any overlap I, I doubt it. Oh, um, good. And then and then we and then we have to talk about happy money because oh, right, oh right, right. my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um so my book list uh what's in it for them by Joe P- Polish or Polish. 
And uh, that looked awesome. And then um, Playing Big by Tara Moore. I've read that. I loved it. Did you? Everyone seems to love it. Okay, great. Company of One by Paul Jarvis. (gasps) That's on my list to read. Not on this list here, but that is. So this, for listeners, you can't see, but I'm pointing to a little corner of my bookcase. And this is like my learner books. That's in there to read. Perfect. You know that Tiffany Yates Martin, our, you know, our shared BFF, she has a, uh, a little shelf of books that she keeps really near her. And like four out of the five of them were my top, top nonfiction, like business books. And then I was like, what is the fifth one? And she said, the um, company of one by Paul Jarvis. And I just, I just, while we were talking last week, I like I just scrolled over and one clicked it. Cause I know that if it is. I think yeah. I heard him on Joe's podcast oh, years ago. I can't remember. Sense. I feel like that's where like I a, heard him. Yeah. It's a very, very, um, yeah, uh, uh, whatever that word is. I'm having a problem with words this morning. So you're going to bed soon and I just woke up. Okay, so um, the next book on my my bookshelf is one I've already started and it's highly annoying, but I think it's probably smart. Um, smart Brevity. Mm. Have you read this one? No. Uh, it's really about gaining readers' eyeballs in the time where everything needs a bullet point and the fucking book is written in basically fucking bullet points. And, <laughs> but it's- but it's written by people who really know what they're talking about um, and who have done some big things on the internet, gathering well, and keeping attention. And what was it uh, called? Uh, it's called Smart Brevity. Okay. And it's basically, you need to distill everything. To, <laughs> you need to distill your thoughts down and present them in a way that's readable and legible. And I'm like, wow, those are two of my least favorite things to do. <laughs> oh, see, I have been copywriting my uh, mailing list emails. Oh, and my, it's my so open smart. rates have shot up because mine have always been like, I'll tell you a story of nine very long paragraphs. And yeah, when but I that, do that's... copyright them, it shoots up. Oh. Yeah. But I mean, it is still my voice and I'm never going to be able mm. to get away from that, but I think I need more copywriting techniques. And this seems to be, you know, in terms of connection, this is good. Yeah. And then there is the, the forever transaction by Robbie Baxter, which is about subscription services. But what I'm really reading it for is for connection, like what do people want? And then um, launch by Jeff Walker. Not sure it's going to stay on the list. Uh, Everything connects, which we'll do for our January book. Fantastic. And those are my books. Okay. So what are your books? Okay. I'm take <clears throat> so I hate the first um, three, <laughs> but I'm going to do it because <laughs> so basically I was, I think because they're all written by like white men Um However, I want to read some business classics that I haven't yeah, read. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I, and I feel like I need them as a foundation. Like I've skipped a step somewhere along the line. So I, and, but I'm going to do them in audio because I have the attention span of a nap for like white men. So uh, not that, not you know, I'm not, there is nothing wrong with white men. It's just that I don't really want to be taught by. Anyway, let's move on before <laughs> I offend like half of the listeners. Um <laughs> <laughs> wow um okay so seven habits of highly successful people influence yep. and how to win friends and influence people I feel like there is a significant influence theme here given that I'm also yes. led. oh my god no wonder I want to read these books um so yeah they're my three classics that I will probably do all of them in audio and then um I want to read how to decide by Annie Duke yes that Annie Duke oh. Yeah. yeah. Um I did love that. I, I want to read that too. I'm putting that okay, on my list. Well, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, so Profit First by Mike 
life-changing Michaelowitz? have you read it life-changing i absolutely loved it i do i have profit he says to do the profit first model like you run it on the 10th and the 25th i can't be fucked and i do it on the 25th but i love it so much christmas is sunday it's the 25th i'm gonna do my profit first i take in i look at all of my money i move i am finally like quote unquote paying myself for the first time in my business his model blew my mind and if you want to talk about any of it i absolutely love it Okay, because so here, here's what Sasha did. She knew she wasn't going to beat last year's income about four months ago. And yeah. I haven't done my bookkeeping in four months because <laughs> of that. Because I just fucking threw all my toys out of the pram, had a massive competition fit <gasps> and was just like, well, fuck this. I'm not even going to, I'm fuck it, fuck it all then. And then the irony is like, I actually earned fuck loads in November. So like I probably might not be as far away as I think I will do it at some point but not right now you will Um, you will love it you will love it yeah that's great okay and then and then the last one is zero to one by Peter Thiel I think it is okay yeah yeah I don't even I've never heard of that one um oh I will say about the profit first do not do that one on audio um, okay. I heard, I saw people complaining about it. And when I was reading about like the formulas that you plug in and all the numbers he's going to tell to you, it'll just, oh my it'll, God. yeah, it's <laughs> maybe audio it and then switch over to the book. If you need to look at the numbers and the charts and stuff, because the charts God. are important. It's okay. so good. I'll though. get it in it's paper. So I'll get it and in then you paper. can talk to me about the half-assed way that I do it. Cause I don't do it exactly his way, but it has been awesome really okay yeah. okay all right all right yeah those three came from ellie so oh, we know that i'll have to do it now because i always do what ellie tells me to do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's the only one who can make me do anything <laughs> now ellie i know we should check in with her on this before we say this but like i know ellie is going private coaching now i wonder if she's yeah. going to be opening up to people like just anybody because i know she has been so. booked people because i keep getting emails like who is this ellie that you and sasha are talking yeah. about yeah um and she hasn't had any room to fit people in so maybe we'll no. i mean this is not a, we should this ask is not, her if she's open yeah yeah, yeah. so we'll yeah. do that by next time if yeah people are listening yeah. And, yeah. and wanting that yeah yeah we'll cool. do that um so happy money is the last oh yeah happy money is our is our last book that we read what yeah. did you think about it I fucking loved it. I loved it so much. I brought the audio for my wife because I was like, oh, you need to read this. Oh. And like, oh my God, the the revelations, there were some things that I highlighted that I was just like, oh my God, like um, around how you treat money. And like, if you have no self-worth, then you feel like subconsciously that is a message to your brain that you can't keep money. or that you should spend it and that's what I used to be like Mm -hmm. like and for the first time this year I've I've had like real savings like I've been able to save and it it has run almost like directly proportionate to this journey that I have gone on with Ellie to realize that I am fucking awesome and I should love myself and like I literally, I, I just shat the bed over the book because I could not believe how many things Aww. were in there that I was like, oh my God, this is me. This is me. This is me. This is me. Like unbelievable. Yeah, I loved it. I, I've, I've now lost it on my Kindle, but oh no, that's why. Yeah. <clears throat> so I just thought it was incredible. And um, yeah, I'm so glad we read it. Oh, I'm so glad. So glad. I, I loved it. I feel like I had read something quite similar to it. A long time ago and it had changed and I can't remember what it was, but it was, it was about this appreciation of money and this gratitude for money, especially. And I think that you and I are in a very privileged place in that 
Like we do earn happy money. When mm-hmm. I was working nine one one, it wasn't happy money. Well, there was some level of happiness in it, in that I was able to help people, and that's what I took from it. But like, you know, I am earning happy money. But the thing that I had forgotten to do for so long, and I used to do, and I've started out doing again. Is I have this little notebook next to me on the desk, and I always leave it face up, and it's it's my money journal. I mean, I also track all my money in like two different places, honestly. Um, but this is my thank you journal, and when I got a you know a thirty nine dollar monthly payment from Mary because she's part of Rachel says right, I I think about Mary and I say thank you in my head, thank you to her. And another thing that was kind of huge in this because I I forget to be appreciative of all of the money and the people who give this money to us, but also being appreciative of the money that I spend. Mm-hmm. How cool is that? You know, I made mm-hmm. this, I made this enormous down payment or not down payment, but like trust money payment on the house and like almost hyperventilated as we pushed the button to send the money to the realtor. And then I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I have to thank the money for leaving me, for going out, for providing this to us yeah, and exactly. money. And it's woo woo. It's so woo woo, but money flows so-, so much more easily. And it- yes. Yeah. And like, so two things, like I did something very similar and I, and I dropped quite a significant chunk of money in one day. Um, and I booked like tomorrow we're going to, uh, like as a Christmas present, we're going to go and see the Lion King. I'm taking the kid out oh, to see the Lion King fine. in the West End. Yeah. And then like, he was like, I want to go on a train. And I was like, okay. So I booked the best fucking train and oh. we're going, we're going on the Eurostar. And so I was just like, fuck it, we're going to, we're going to take a fucking train to another country. And uh, so I was like, yeah, let's do the best train ever. I mean, yeah. And I was just like, thank you. Thank you for this life, for this money that I'm able to just do this. I'm so grateful. Like, and I didn't even, I just, I was just like, I like, I just did it. And it was, and it was just magnificent. And um, the other thing is surrendering. Like I feel... Mm. And like, this is hard because I'm a bit of a control freak, but like, I feel like it every time I surrender to the universe and I'm just like this, I'm going to do this and the money's going to come and the money will arrive and and I will do it. And it might not be today. It might not be tomorrow, but I know it's coming because you've got my back. And it always comes every single time. But like, I, 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 you have to get past that being really uptight and, and worrying and just be like, yeah, okay, but it's going to happen. It will happen. Like, and it's just, yeah, it's, it's crazy how, how it works. I don't understand how it works, but it does. My work. brain just exploded because I realized what happened as exactly you were saying that about the trust and the surrender. So we started talking about reading this about, you know, six or seven, six or seven weeks ago, whatever. And I blew through it because I loved it. And, and I started tracking the money and thanking the money and remembering that that was what was my biggest money block was when I started doing this years ago. And that is what transformed everything. It was what allowed me to leave my day job. It allowed us to move here. It allowed us to save. It allowed me to understand money because then I wasn't scared of it or using it as a punishment for myself or something I wasn't worthy Mm -hmm. of. And I was remembering all that when I was doing this and these money ideas were coming to me and I'm playing with them and I start making the course. And then we, out of the blue, I don't know if I told you this part, but we just decided, um, why don't we just see what a mortgage is like in New Zealand? Because we've heard it's just impossible, right? And so I, we called this mortgage broker. Nobody has your back here, like in, in the States anyway. 
there are realtors and a realtor will sell the house and you engage a realtor who then helps you buy a house. Here, there are only realtors who sell the houses. There, you have to do everything else yourself when you buy it. You do the due diligence. You hire a solicitor to go over the contract. You, There's no real prices. You just get to guess. And when we were talking to our mortgage advisor about like, well, how do we, how do we pick a price that we're going to offer on a house? Like she goes, oh, you just guess. That's fantastic. Fantastic. But like, um, so all of these things, but we decided, we we thought we would never get pre-approved for a mortgage. And not only do we get pre-approved for a mortgage, we got pre-approved for a mortgage with just my money, just what I make because Lala is unemployed right now. She actually got a job last week and then lost the job immediately because they put a hiring freeze on it. Um, So We, and all of this has been happening with just the book income, just the teaching income. And it all just, they said, yes, you can have a loan. Did the go look at some houses? Yeah, well, you could have that one. Here you go. You can have it in three and a half weeks. And, and it was because I trusted this, I think. I, I mean, I don't I, I think that's doubt. why the house come through entirely, yeah. but there's, but like the surrender of that and the peace in that. And there's also peace in the fact that, you know, while well, we got the job and lost the job, that means another job is coming, but it also means we can afford this house on what I make. And, and it's because I, maybe because of happy money, all of this. Yeah. I, I feel like there's a bit of competition in there as well, because I don't know about you, about how you are with it, but I, when I decide a goal, it's, like, and I say this and I, and I, I'm just gonna say it, but it is win or die. And, and so I know we've said this before, but, but what I mean by that is that I'm just, I will not quit. There is no stopping. There is no slowing down. I will just continue until I get there. And so the universe better fucking move out the way or lay down and bend the knee because like if this is a duel between me and the fucking universe I'm a win right but 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 also like I trust the universe and like if the universe says okay not gonna happen this week it's not gonna happen next week it'll happen fine because I'm not gonna stop and it's like that constant balance between like submission and dominance over like (laughs) yes yes and it and it is like I don't know it's 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 odd it's an odd one but yeah I completely I completely get what you're saying the only thing I didn't like in Happy Money is that he did seem to have a bit of a problem with people who wanted to win as a mindset and I was like <laughs> of course you would know I didn't even sure notice that I, you didn't oh my god like they were like, I, I have competition but I think it's only what I can't remember don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> So for listeners, I literally highlighted a quote that says winning is not how you how you is not how well you do financially. It's how good you feel about playing. And I just put don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) My competition, my competition, um, the hassle, the hackles went up and they went immediately back down like they were smooth. Like, okay, I can take that. Your hackles would just go up and stay up for a minute. (laughs) Yeah, like a cat. sorry about this it's a tangent but speaking about happy money um do you love your kindle scribe i cannot <gasps> i don't know if i should get it i can't it's so expensive things are I mean, in, in new zealand so the tech is so much oh, it's really expensive in new it's zealand. disgustingly it's like expensive oh wow i mean <laughs> i literally can't lie to you i love it i literally <laughs> love it i can't I, li- I can't even pretend to hate it for you i'm sorry i just love it <laughs> 
Um, I'm going to say I that have part. one complaint and one yes. complaint only. Two complaints. The second complaint is there are not enough options for Kindle covers, mm. which is very irritating mm-hmm. for me right now. And the second one is when you put it in a cover, it's bloody heavy. So mm. um, I have like you have to pick and choose how and where you're going to hold it or how you're sitting with it because that can be annoying because it can get very heavy very quickly so um however uh it's saving me money because ebooks are cheaper I can email the notes to myself you can highlight you can scribble you can read pdfs on there um and I literally love it so (laughs) I'm sorry everyone you're just gonna have to buy one uh so yeah yeah. <laughs> there is this there is this tenet in that you will learn about in Profit First where you're keeping aside a portion of money for yourself. And his thing is you can't spend it on your business. Can't spend it on your business. You could spend it on a gift for your present yourself or for other people or for new dining chairs or for charity or whatever it is. Um, but so sometimes I take money out of the profit first account to buy things like that that I just cannot justify to myself. Would I buy it for Lala if she wanted a thousand dollar toy like that? I've done it like three times. We we have decided to make that kind of purchase this year, three times. Cause I'm like, yes, we can afford it. Get your new synthesizer, whatever it is. But for myself, I have such a problem. So I, uh, I brought it as an investment because I spank so much money on paperbacks. One of the things that I want to do next year as a result of happy money. And I think this happened all at the same time. So I don't, I think I was coming to this conclusion anyway, um, which is one of the reasons that I pre-ordered this, but I want to spend more consciously. So, mm. and, and I've been trying to do that less this, do that this year, be less frivolous um, but actually spend money on the things that I really appreciate and can be grateful for. So mm-hmm. like, instead of just buying a fucking Starbucks every day, I'll buy one once a week. Cause then I really enjoy the Starbucks, you know, instead of just buying tons and tons of paperbacks, I brought the Kindle scribe. Yes. It was a big amount of money, but it's like, I'm saving 50% on every book purchase yeah. and I'm still supporting authors, yeah. but I'm actually being more environmentally conscious I am you know I love you so much because my brain is just like yes yes she's right yes yes she's right okay Christmas here we come yeah exactly (laughs) and like you know and also it's less annoying for Chloe in bed because it's backlit so I can dim the light and I'm not having the lamp on to read Mm -hmm. so it's better for my wife too that's how I justify (laughs) it these are such great justifications I love them (laughs) Oh yeah. The only thing I hate, but I hated this about my other Kindle is that it's really hard to like, as a visual person, it's annoying to organize your books on there. But that was like that with the old Kindle too. You know, you just- Do you organize them? Some I should do that. I've never done that. They're just in their rabble scrabble and I never know what's in there. So it is slightly easier to like, well, it's not, no, it's not easier, but you can- you can see slightly better because it's a bigger screen. So you can put them into like collections or whatever. I never even thought about doing collections. Well, yeah, that's number one input. That should have been my number first. I didn't even know you could do it. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I want one that is like, don't forget to finish reading this. 
Yeah, I, but I want to delete stuff as well because it's yeah, like yeah. 900 Kindle books and I'm like, I'm not even going to read some of these. So I just want to delete them out and be yeah. clean start. But it all takes a bit of time. And then I'm like, what else could I be doing with that time? So I haven't done it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's yes. exciting. Yes. Um, so yes, I think we one. would give, um, if I, I would give a thumb up to Happy Money then. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. In fact, I think it, I've bought it for two people. Oh. I bought it for a friend of mine as well. I bought a physical copy for a friend of mine who I thought would would really appreciate it. So yeah, I've already brought oh. it twice. See, I love that we do this. Yeah, I, I know. Do. I love that we do this. <laughs> okay, and our, so our book, if anybody wants to follow a long time, is Everything Connects. I will send you the uh, the name of it. Faisal Hook okay. is the is the author, and that'll be fun. And um, the next time I talk to you, what'll be going on? End of January. Yeah, who knows? That's like a whole I other will year. Be really close to launching my book. I know. Okay, I will want I to will know. I will have written because... another one. <laughs> Wait, which one are you writing? The sequel? Book two? Yeah. <laughs> Not fucking about next year. <laughs> I can't oh. wait to hear about it. Oh my God. Yes. Um, I like only talking to you once a month. It feels like time goes so weird. No. Uh, okay. Am. So I will have um, maybe, well, I will have launched the 90 days to done courses. I'll be in the middle of teaching that. And hopefully I will have launched the evergreen course. And um, I would like to say out loud that I will have thought of a collection idea and maybe be working towards a little um, creative inspirational series when I say inspirational, I ain't talking Jesus. I mean, <laughs> inspirational of the soul. We need to make that fucking clear. <laughs> yes, I love it. We should both add one more thing to our list yes, of things. Yes. Um, for our learning curriculum, we yes. should both come back with like at least one action or thing that we have already implemented, I would one say. One action implemented. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's great yeah. because that will make me do it at least like if I haven't done it, I'll do it the day before just to, so I can tell you I did. That's yeah, great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, my friend. Oh, I'm excited. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Oh, happy yes, 2023. Happy I'm so glad that oh we God. do this together and I appreciate you. Mwah.